Celebrating the people, places, and stories that make Manitoba great. Plus a few random thoughts here and there. This is Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Well, here we go. Episode 26 of Between Two Shows. And usually Drew's doing this part, but I'm by myself this week because it's summer. We've been on and off holidays. Our schedules are just like not syncing up. So he actually gave me the honors of uh, doing the intro by myself. So I'm a big girl now. I can do an intro by myself. And episode 26 is going to be a good one. I know we say that every week, but we mean that. We really, really mean that. Uh, This week we have, uh, you know, some basic adult tasks that you've never done before. My list, as you can guess, is just growing, constantly growing. So we discussed that. Uh, We also talked celebrity sightings. Drew's had some really, really good ones in the city at places you would never think these people would be at. Also, Drew had a chat with his other boss, Senior Director of Game Presentation at True North Sports and Entertainment, Kyle Ballharry. That is quite the title right there. So let's get to it. Episode 26. Here we go. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. So I saw a poster the other day for that Sean Penn movie that was filmed here. What's it called? Flag something? Yeah, Flag Day, isn't it? Flag Day. And um, I didn't watch, was a trailer anything out or no? The trailer just came out for Flag Day. Flag Day. Okay, so you haven't checked it out yet. I have not. I have not either. Um, But it did bring up like, hey, when was that? Two years ago now? Less than two years ago? (sighs) That was yeah. in the summer. It uh, well, yeah, filmed for so long. I remember it was very, very cold. At least at one point that when they were filming, because we were waiting, me and my friend were waiting to get into the roost uh, to go inside, and they said there's only room on the patio, and it was quite cold on the patio. Okay, and that's when you saw him. Yes, that was you when saw I saw Sean Penn. That was the reason we got a spot inside um, because Sean Penn left, so we took his chair. That is crazy. So you didn't really get to like. Well, you would have seen him up close because the roost is so small. Yes, the roost is very small. I walked right past him because um, I didn't recognize him at first. And then we just kind of like stood in that area right by him uh, because we were waiting for him to get out of the chair because he was just kind of finishing up, you know? And they were filming right outside of um, Generation Green on Main Street. Oh, yes. That's where you go for soup. Yeah. And I also just take Main Street to Disraeli home all the time. So I drove by their setup multiple days in a row. And, you know, like there's a couple lights there. So I would stop at the light and I would look. And then the one day I actually did see him acting out a scene. And I was like, whoa, that's Sean Penn acting out a scene while I'm stopped at this light right now. Like that is insane. I'm sure he's uh, won Oscars, right? Yeah, for milk. Big deal. Big deal actor actually doing the thing. That he does. <laughs> it was insane. Like, where are you going to see that? Apparently a Generation Green. Uh, just outside of it, yeah. So it got me thinking, like, have you ever run into any celebrities out in the wild? Not us interviewing them, none of that, but just actually run into them in Winnipeg. Uh, no, like not in the wild and not when it wasn't an interview. The closest would have been that time that you and I were in Toronto at that music-related party, and then we saw the guy from Swollen Members, and you're right. like, hey, that's the guy from Swollen Members. Uh-huh. And I just yelled, prevail! And um, he stopped as if he was supposed to know me and just didn't remember where I was from. And yeah. I was like, uh-oh. Uh, but then we ended up talking to him for like 20 minutes. That was nice. Yeah, that was nice. And uh, he had new music out, and, and he, was, he had uh, the music he was giving out on a thing of gum. Yeah, the music was in a package of gum, like Excel gum. I thought that was cool. Yeah, so I'm just like, that's cool. (laughs) 
Why doesn't that happen more often? And they say, oh, like they're filming all these movies here. Like, did you ever run into Candace Cameron Bure when she was filming that Hallmark movie? <laughs> the, the movies that she's filming every time she's here? No. Yeah, I, no, it never happens. But I always think it's going to happen. But it uh, actually happened for you at the roost. Wait, yeah. And it happened to my wife uh, with Keanu Reeves because she was uh, going to go do something at the Fort Gary Hotel. I think it was related to our wedding. And they're like, hang on just a second. Uh, we need you to wait for one minute. And then all of a sudden, like Keanu Reeves um, and the crew were all like going past. And they were literally filming a scene in that exact moment. That's wild. And we haven't heard any more about it, but there was that Adam Sandler spotting, which sounds insanely made up, but like apparently it's true. Well, I mean, that would be pretty great if there's a Happy Madison thing, because if you know if Adam Sandler is here, Steve Buscemi can't be that far behind. Maybe Rob Schneider? (gasps) (laughs) Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Drew, is there like a basic adult task or thing that you have never done? Oh, I don't think so, but really? I mean, I'm sure there's gaps, but you just don't think of them until someone else mentions it and you go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Is there one for you? Uh, I mean, there's many for me, <laughs> but like one that comes up often in my house is that I have never myself purchased paper towel or toilet paper. How have you gone this long in I life? I have never, ever, I've never done that. I've never, ever done that. I don't even know how much it costs. Like, we are, you know, if we're out of it in the upstairs bathroom, I go, Tim! He brings me into the bed. And, like, the other day he was, like, he wanted to tell me that we didn't have any, but I knew we had some. But he was, like, how is it that someone who has fake nails, fake eyebrows, fake lashes, fake hair, you've never bought paper towel, but you bought all these other fake things uh-huh. that you don't need, but you've <laughs> never bought paper towel or toilet paper, but you use it. Every day. True. So yeah, I've just, you know, that, I mean, that's one of the, the many, I've never cut the grass. I mean, I could, I could, ever. I've never, ever, ever cut the grass. I've never even like put my hands on like a lawnmower or anything. Are you serious? I'm super serious. My dad loved, when we grew up in St. Andrews, he loved cutting grass. He had a riding mower and he liked to do So you lines. never even went on the riding mower? Like that would be the fun version Absolutely of cutting no the grass. Absolutely no interest in doing that. Do you oh. think, do you, stri- do I strike you as that type of girl? I mean, I don't know. You're right. Um, Yes. And then, you know, I live with my parents and then I bought my own house and my boyfriend does the grass. And you know what? The people that do the grass, my dad, my boyfriend, they like doing it. Oh, so you let them do that. You don't want to take away that nice experience. It's therapeutic for them. They listen to their music. They make their lines. They love it. That's like saying, you know what? The people who scrub the toilets, they like scrubbing the toilets. You know? <laughs> I scrub the toilet. I scrub the toilet. And do you like it? No, I think it's absolutely disgusting. I always hold my breath, but I'm like, it has to be done. Exactly. Like all of these other things. Toilet paper has to be bought eventually. You can do this. Let me tell it goes on sale. Let me know when it's on you sale. You won't even know when it's on sale because you don't know how much it costs. Chatting with cool people whenever you want it. Welcome to Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. This could be the most coveted job in all of Winnipeg right now. And I don't mean because you get to work with me. The Winnipeg Jets are going to be hiring an in-game co-host. You would be in charge of pumping up the crowd at every Winnipeg Jets game. And if you're wondering what it takes to have a job like that, I've gone right to the top, the senior director of game day presentation. We have on the phone, Kyle Ball. Harry, hello, Kyle. Hello. The in-game co-host is a very important job at the Winnipeg Jets games. You are pumping up the crowd. You're interviewing fans. Sometimes you're interviewing players. If there's special guests at the game, you're chatting with them on the big screen. You're doing reads throughout the game about specials that are happening that night at the game. There's a lot to that job. It is very exciting. It is very fun. And you are the person, Kyle, who can answer all of the questions about this posting that has just gone up. So... 
What is the one most important thing you're looking for in the next person that you hire to co-host the in-game entertainment for the Winnipeg Jets? I mean, it might sound cliche at this point in this town, but passion for what you do. You're selling the game, you're selling the team, you're selling the experience. All right, passion. Winnipeggers have that in buckets for the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, What else is going to be key? This person's got to have energy. They've got to be a really nice person. They have to be able to convey a message well on a microphone. They've got to represent the organization. They've got to wear that Jets logo proud everywhere they go, basically. One of the things that people keep asking me ever since this posting went up to work with Brody and I at the Jets games is, do you have to be working in media? Because right now it's two people who work at radio stations. But that's not the case, right? That's definitely not the case. You know, I mean, it benefits us that the two of you guys have experience in radio. But that is not necessarily what we're looking for here. We're looking for a talent. We're looking for the next Winnipeg Jets host. And that can be, uh, you know, a young person, an older person. They can have a deep voice, a high voice. I mean, we're, we're going we're gonna to take in everybody here and have a look to see what talent is out there. And I mean, truthfully, if there's a brand new talent that's out there that hasn't been discovered on radio or anything yet, that might be the person. This could be a big break for somebody. Now, in the posting, it mentions submitting a demo. For some people who might be interested in this job, they may not have a video demo because they've never needed one for a job before and they might think, ah, I won't even apply then. But no, you should make one right now. What would you be looking for in a video demo if someone was to put one together from scratch, Kyle? That's a really good question. I think this job is about pumping up a crowd and delivering a message. So if I were to give any advice and people that maybe don't even have a professional demo, but they're extremely talented, I'd say set your iPhone up and I'd say show us your personality. I mean, we're looking for personality here and we can also coach and work with young people people or coach and work with older people. So it's just a matter of your energy and what you can bring to the table. I mean, we'll get as much out of a 30-second made-on-your-cell-phone video about you than we probably will out of, a, out of a long broadcast demo. So I wouldn't be afraid of it, folks. Lots of people have smartphones, and I would say if, you're, if you think you're the right person, set your iPhone up, set your light up, and send us a 30 seconds to a minute of why you think you're the next host. Maybe hey. you can set some of your, your brothers and sisters up and get them cheering, but you know, creativity is a big part of this too, right? So um, chemistry as well is a big part of it so you know the right person is going to be the right fit and it's not we're not looking for one in particular person but we're just looking for the right fit for sure and i will say on the video demo that i used uh, to get this job originally back in the day some of the stuff was shot on a blackberry 9800 so that was camera technology from like almost a decade ago so if you you have an iphone And I got the job. job. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) do you remember anything specifically from uh, when I interviewed or or anything? Well, you know, Drew, and I mean, I think truthfully, and I think that everybody that's come to our games over the years has felt the same thing about the job that you do. And Brody as well, right? You guys care. You guys are passionate and, you know, you're you're community orientated. And I think the love of the game and I think the love of the people and the love of just the experience, it really came through. And I mean, the other thing, Drew, is that you delivered a good message. You were able to read the scripts and, you know, all of our corporate partners expect the messages to be relayed properly. And um, so do we. So um, you had a lot of that talent. But I think the thing that rose above all of it, Drew, was your passion. And again, I know it sounds cliche, but that goes a long way. And, um, you know, I think you just have to be around you for a few minutes and realize that uh, you're a good soul. You like to smile and you bring joy to other people. Well, the posting is live right now. TNSE.com slash join our team. The one that you're going to be looking for is the one that says in-game host and the closing date is August 15th. Now, This is an incredible team to be a part of working with the Winnipeg Jets production crew because you guys are just some of the most talented people 
that I have ever had a chance to work with. Everyone is just so good at their job. But I don't know if many people know what a senior director of game presentation does, Kyle. So can you tell me a little bit about what your job is specifically with the team? Cool. That's a lot. a loaded question, my friend. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been here. I've been here for a long time, back to the IHL and AHL days. So I mean, the job has changed in a different, you know, in a different way over the years. But you know, within that. We're responsible, I'm responsible for working with all of our staff here at, at uh, True North Sports and Entertainment to ensure that we're putting on the best hockey game possible. And, and truthfully, it, we want to put the best hockey experience on earth together for our fans. Winnipeg and Manitoba hockey fans and fans of the Jets and the Moose deserve to have the greatest hockey experience available on earth. We've got an amazing arena. We have amazing people. We have the most passionate hockey fans. We have great hockey teams. And our mandate is to give the fans a great hockey experience. The people are there to cheer on the teams. They're there to have a good time. We're there to obviously work with our partners and ensure that all the messaging in the game gets relayed. I mean, we try to have 100% accuracy. It's pretty hard in a live experience, which you know, Drew, there's so many different things that happen. And on each night, you never know what's going to happen on the ice. So our goal is to keep the crowd energized if the team isn't doing well or to ride that energy even more if the crowd is doing well. Like, for example, when the live, you know, DB meter for how loud the crowd can go on the screen gets up, that's part of our timing and what we like to do and do it at the right time so that we maximize the experience. You know, we, we were so committed to hockey and providing a great experience for everyone that comes to 45 to 60 hockey games a year here with the Jets that, you know, anything we can do that they leave that arena saying, wow, what a great experience and I can't wait to come back is what our goal is every game. And as you know, that's a combination of music, videos, promo team members, giveaways, all of that great stuff. And it's all to celebrate the game in the Winnipeg Jets. So, you know, our goal is to just make sure everyone's having the time of their life and make sure everything's delivered the way it should. And as you know, there are a thousand moving parts at the game. So it's a wild ride and you get a bit addicted maybe <laughs> to the experience after a while. And, and you know, um, hearing that Jets crowd roar uh, at the right moment is is unbelievable. And uh, me growing up in the city and being a hockey guy my whole life, um, I can't think of a better job. All right, let's pause right there. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about celebrity encounters down at the Between rink. two shows with Drew and Carly. Kyle Ball Harry, the Senior Director of Game Day Presentation for the Winnipeg Jets, joining Between Two Shows today. Kyle, being such a lifelong hockey fan, think about those great moments that you got because of your job, maybe the, the hockey idols that you got to meet or interact with or work with. Do you have a memory to share about getting to uh, meet one of your idols through your job? I mean, that's a great great question, Drew. And I mean, I, I'd, I'd be lying if I said there's honestly, a, a, there's almost too many to remember. Me, like I said, growing up being a hockey guy, I've been able to be at the arena by myself in the dark when no one else is. I've been able to, you know, um, experience some things in the arena because I've been there every game that only happen live at the arena and not on TV. Um, some of the crappie moments, you know, we got to meet mm. crappie back in the day and do video shoots with them. But I mean, I think one of the best parts is that seriously, I'm so thrilled to work with all the talented people that we work with from you and Brody to our whole promo team, to all the people that do replays and the lighting at our arena, man, we got talented people in the city and I'm just proud to work with them. But to answer your question overall, um, I think there's no doubt um, being able to meet Dale Howarchuk. Uh, nice. and, and after him being my idol growing up, um, and then obviously the tragedy that happened, I mean, it was, 
you know, the fact that he even just simply called me by my name at the luncheon a couple years ago and asked me something, um, I would have never thought that would be the case as a young little goalie growing up in EK, you know. So I'd say when you get to meet your idol and he's as amazing as you ever thought he was, I'd probably put that above everything else. One thing I get asked about is when there's like famous people in the building. Do you know in advance, hey, Chris Jericho is going to be at the game tonight. Let's try to get him on camera. Let's try to get him in the 50-50. Or do those things just happen? You discover it in the moment and then you have to quickly plan. Mostly in the moment, Drew. I mean, you know, you've been on the radio where we've discovered someone is there all of a sudden, right? So, uh-huh. um, I mean, in advance, if we find out if someone's contacted Kevin Donnelly and it's an act that's maybe playing at the Birch and they, they want to get tickets or there's a show coming, we do know about that stuff in advance. And I mean, believe it or not, sometimes they don't want to be recognized and, and they ask to be left alone too, right? So, um, you know, I know when Justin Bieber was there and Selena Gomez, we got a bit of a heads up in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, when David Foster was there, we got a head up in advance. But I mean, Drew, you know, there's also times we find out halfway through the first period that someone's at the game. It could be a bomber player. It could be a gold eyes player. It might be an actor. It might be a gold medal winner. Who knows? And then, uh, as you know, our team is so skilled and know, where, know how to find people. Well, all of a sudden, they'll wind up doing the 50-50 draws. Yeah, like that time during the Nashville series when Chris Jericho was there. Him and I did the 50-50 draw together. It was amazing. He did such a good job. I believe that was the game where he put uh, the Nashville Predators on the list. Well, and Chris, is, he's, been a, he's been a Jet fan for years, right? I mean, he's helped us with some things, and he's, he's very proud to be in the crowd. And, uh, I mean, hey, anytime we can grab any of them to help entertain, we'll do it every single time. I do remember years ago, it was in the first season, I think Goon was being made, the movie, and mm-hmm. one of the producers was in town, and he was a big fan of the Montreal Canadiens. And we basically told him he couldn't do the 50-50 if he wore his, 50, if he wore his <laughs> Canadiens jersey, if you remember that. I think we wound up letting him do it anyway, but um, <laughs> we let him sweat a little bit about it. So, you know, we're also pumped that, I mean, I think the best part for me, Drew, and all of that with you guys being hosts, I mean, you're our connection to the fans a lot of the time, right? Like, people might not get to say hi to the players at the game or Mark Chipman or Chevy, but, you know, they can bump into Brody and they can do an interview and they can talk to Drew. And um, I just like that you guys can feel the energy of the crowd and, and help, you know, exude that to everybody else. And, I mean, you guys are a big reason the games are so much fun. And, and again, we're just looking to add a third person and, and keep, the, keep, the, keep the fun going. Well, um, I'm very excited to see who this third person is going to be because it is such a fun job and having another fun person to share this with is going to be absolutely amazing. So one more time, that posting closes August 15th. Details, TNSE.com. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks a lot, Drew. Always a pleasure. I can't wait to see you again, my friend. Have something to say about between two shows? Record a voice memo on your phone and send it to Drew or Carly on social media. You might hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. Our go-to sports analyst on Between Two Shows is Carly's grandma's boyfriend. His name is Papa John, and he provides the post-game reports. With the CFL kicking off their season and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers starting that off with a big win against the Hamilton Ticats, we need to bring Papa John back and get his thoughts on the game. Sometimes Grandma Wendy hops on the phone, too. This is Papa John's post-game report. Good morning. Good morning. Whoa, what are you doing up, Grandma? Oh, I'm usually up by now. Is Papa John around? I want to do a post-game. Yeah, he's here. Fantastic. Yeah, how'd you like the game? Well, I'm a little tired this morning. Yeah, well, why would you be tired? It was late. Yeah, I'm an old gal. I was in my 20s last time the Bombers played. Now I'm in my 30s. Oh, right. When did you get home? Traffic was really bad getting out of the stadium. There was like one lane open, so I didn't get home till uh, I don't know. I went to bed like just after 12. Oh, yeah. 
So you'll be having a nap this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Excellent ball game. Excellent football game, yeah. It sure didn't start off that way. I thought it might be a different game. <laughs> yeah, it was a little shaky, but I think that's why we actually need preseason games, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that thought back is something else. No, he's a thought back. He's a what? A thought back. What's that? He, he not only runs, he catches passes, too. Oh, Brady. He was on the podcast not too long ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, apparently. Not. Uh, but yeah, Brady, he's, uh, he's a big dog guy. He works with uh, Local Rescue. That's why I like him. Yeah, and he's also from Oak Park School, too. Uh-huh, hometown boy. Yeah, same as Harris was. Yeah, for a rookie, 126 yards rushing and 20-something yards passing. He... Between Two Shows with oh, Drew and Carly. Stats guy. <laughs> you did your homework. You didn't even know I was going to be calling you this morning. No, I didn't. Well, that was a big game last night. That was the, the matchup from 2019. Yes, it was. We didn't see you in the stands, though. Mm, I was in uh, I was in one of the end zones, but... Oh, I thought you might have been up at the rum hut. No, the rum hut had a crazy line. Everywhere was just lines. Well, let's just hope they can keep it up. They will. They took uh, quite a few injuries yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they had four injuries. I didn't even have my glasses on at the game. <laughs> Too much going on. Did you see the guys uh, dressed like Chris Trevler in the crowd? No. Oh, there's guys wearing, like, the, the faux fur jackets with no shirt underneath. Remember when Chris Trevler showed up to the Grey Cup parade like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I imagine he had a few beers in his hands, too. Those guys? Yeah. <laughs> That's the signature look. Oh, yeah. So, I know it's early, but could we go back-to-back? Yes. Back-to-back-to-back. <sighs> to back to back. Wow, you're not superstitious at all. No, the only thing I don't understand in the schedule is they don't play Ottawa. Oh, really? The only chance they get to play Ottawa this year is if they're both in the playoffs. Oh, well, that'll be interesting then. Yeah. All right, do you have three stars? Oliver. Oliver is the first star. Okay. Oliver, all right. Uh, the quarterback. Carr played a good game. You going to put Willie up there or what? Oh, yeah. Willie and his interception. Oh, there's lots of stars there last night. Yeah, no. All right, well, we're happy to have our Bombers back. Thank you for the post game. Really appreciate that. But can you hit me with a go, Bombers, go? Go, Bombers, go. Nice. Okay, talk to you guys later. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Keep in touch with Drew and Carly on social media. Search for at Drew Kozib and at Carly on air. Drew, I don't know if you saw, but it's 90s week at Squirrel this week. That's oh my, my restaurant for squirrels, my backyard. Wow. Um, months ago, uh, a friend of mine, Ashley Ferguson, listener of the podcast. Hello, Ashley. Uh, she gave me some inflatable furniture uh, for a dollhouse. This was like, I guess, Barbie a long time ago had some inflatable green chairs. I mean, didn't we all have inflatable green chairs at one point? Or a little couch for the bedroom? I had one of the chairs. I didn't have the couch. Anyways, so she bore that to me and said, what am I going to do with this? I can't actually put this out. A squirrel will probably scratch this and, you know, it'll be done. But it inspired me to do a 90s week. And um, it was actually kind of inspired also by, I found like this in-sync groupie Barbie doll uh-huh. at the store in uh, the Kildonan 
thrift store, whatever. So uh, I'm like, what am I going to do with these items? So we're having a 90s week, which basically just means that I put some little tiny, tiny posters on the walls of the Squirrel Restaurant. And all week I'm serving watermelon pizza because, I mean, pizza is forever. Uh, Yeah. But, you know, also... I probably consumed, you know, a lot of pizza in the nineties. Mm, um, do you do you have a little TV and you could like maybe put like uh, mm. like change out the screen, have like Saved by the Bell on one time or Fresh Prince another time? Joan, I should find one. I'm running out of time though because we're just doing it for the week, you know. Oh, and well, the squirrels will know. The yeah, squirrels will know. They will know, and I know that the management there is so rigid. I mean, maybe <laughs> you can talk to them, see if you can figure out a way to extend this or bring it back sometime soon. Did you have posters on your bedroom walls in the nineties? Were you allowed? <laughs> I mean. We talked about this in literally the last episode of the oh, podcast. Really? Yeah. Well, what were they? Remember, I said Mulder and Scully, and uh, then you talked okay, about Justin so Timberlake with noodle hair. This. Wow. Well, we've run out of ideas, everyone. Thank you for listening to the podcast. <laughs> this will be the last one. Have a question for Drew and Carly? An idea for a podcast? Want to share your review? Record a voice memo and slide it into Drew or Carly's DMs on social media. You could be on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. When you lose your belonging, it's always so unfortunate. But sometimes you get reunited. And Carly, great news. You found something that went missing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And I, uh, you know, I was just, I, I felt so lucky because uh, every Tuesday I play in a ladies league at Shooter's Golf Course. And uh, there it's very, it's a par three course. It's short. You use your irons and your putter pretty much. And my favorite iron is my eight iron. I use it on almost every second hole there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I left it there last week, I guess. I don't remember doing that. I don't know how that would happen. Probably one of those photo ops on one of the holes. <laughs> and I uh, went golfing at St. Boniface on Monday and looked at my bag, eight iron gone. Called shooters right away, didn't have it there. So I thought, maybe someone put it in their bag and they'll bring it to the next ladies' night. And that is exactly what happened. Found it on Christmas in July. It was a Christmas miracle. It's so great when you lose something and then you find it a week later. And I was this close to calling my dad. I was so close to calling him. <laughs> calling to, him to do what? To go search the golf course? To buy I you just, a new one? I just have to like tell someone and express like when something happens to me like that but my dad is not the person because he would for sure lecture me and be like Carly I know like how you know you treat your stuff and blah 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 your car so I avoided the lecture and found the item myself there you go have you ever lost something like something valuable and then it was found like a couple weeks later um one of our co-workers at one point needed someone to buy him some lawn ornaments motorcycle lawn gnomes and it was three hundred dollars oh what Why? so <laughs> Great question. So he paid me back with cash. The next day, I would never have that much cash in my wallet. The next day, lost my wallet. <gasps> never to be found again. Never. Never ever. So I just. What? I thought this was gonna have like a nice ending. No, I mean, lost somewhere in Gimli about six years ago. So if you find three hundred dollars in Gimli, it might be mine. Between two shows with Drew and Carly. Drew, you know it's no secret. My dog Marcy loves the water. I've never seen a dog love water this much. And it's not like a wiener dog thing because I know many other wiener dogs and they don't have the same passion uh-huh. for swimming that my dog Marcy has. So uh, once a year, we like to take her to the beach. And I say once a year because it is not an enjoyable time. <laughs> I know that so many dogs go to the beach all the time and lots of big dogs. They love the water. And uh-huh. um, many people actually messaged me on the weekend when I was posting about it. They're like, oh, Grand Beach, you can bring dogs there. I do think it's newer that the east side of the beach is dog friendly. Mm-hmm. It 
definitely is. There are tons of signs and tons of dogs there. So the east side, which is not the boardwalk side, the west side, the east side is where you can have dogs. So we took our dog Marcy to the beach. And, and why is it um, not a fun experience? It's just not relaxing. You think going to the beach is relaxing and maybe in, even just like without kids or without dogs, it's still not that relaxing because you got to bring so much stuff. Then you got like the sand everywhere. But for me, I just love it. My friends don't know why I love the beach so much. So like it's just a sandbox with a good view. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But like, I don't know. I just, I really, really love That's it. That's a nice description. Sandbox with a good view. Like, doesn't that sound appealing? Yeah, that sounds great to me. But I guess if you don't like sand, you're not a big fan of the beach. I love the sand. I don't mind the sand in my hair, in my food, like whatever. <laughs> you know, great, great exfoliator, right? Uh-huh, of course. So Marcy, it's not, we always like, okay, we'll just get there before everyone else and she'll get really tired. And then if she's tired, she'll just be an angel. So she'll sit here. She'll be cool because her life jacket's still wet. So that's on her. Um, no, there's no there's no calming down with this dog. It's like needs to be in the water, but also she does this thing where she feels like she needs to attack any splashes or waves in the water. Wow, and there's a lot of splashes and waves in the lake. Choppy, choppy day that we went on the on the beach. So um, lots of big waves, and she's a small dog. She's like nine pounds, so she was drinking a lot of water. <laughs> so she was puking and peeing everywhere. And oh like, my gosh. Like every, it's all clear. It's all clear. Like it's just uh-huh. insane. Whatever. But her new thing is when she's uh, mad at us because she's not in the water and she has all this water in her body, she pees on towels. And oh, she, no. We know that she knows like, hey, yeah, I, I can pee in the sand. I don't need to find grass. I've, I've seen her do it before. But nope, wants to pee on the towels. And we knew that she was doing it out of spite because we had many friends there with us and she didn't pee on any of their towels. She just peed on our towels that we brought to the Rude. Beach. Yeah, our towels, our beach blankets, everything. So that's her new thing. And we're treating the beach, the beach trip like Bark in the Park. It happens once a season <laughs> and that's it. You know, we get it out of our system and that's it. We're done with it. But the content, the content that I got was great. <laughs> and the opportunity to buy some new beach towels, I'm sure is also nice. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Drew, how often do you skip... The dishes or DoorDash. <laughs> Uber Eats is a thing here too, right? Uber Eats is I've a thing. I've never used it. Have you used it? I just used it for the first time last week. I oh, think really? Why? Was there something that wasn't on the other two that... I had a, I had a gift card, basically, for oh, Uber yeah, Eats. Card, so. Nice. Yes. Um, <laughs> Love a gift card. You're just so impressed by this whole thing, but like the way you said, skip the dishes. Sorry, I actually, in my head, forgot what it was called. <laughs> Very good. I was like, you, people just called skip. Yes, you know people called. Yeah, yes, I, if, had you said skip, I would have known, and I think most people don't know that you were referring right. to skip the dishes. I, you know, I probably use it like once a week, once every ten days. Okay, yeah, okay. So like, we're pretty much on par with that. Mm-hmm. How many different addresses do you have on your account? Link oh, to your account. See, I have three: the work one, my home one, and then my friend Lorno. But he lives really close to me, so sometimes by default, my phone just picks his address because it thinks mm. I'm at his house, even though I'm at my house. So one of these times, he's gonna be getting my order. Yeah, I think on my skip, I have more on my skip than my DoorDash, but I've also sent people food oh, um, yeah. and alcohol because that's a thing that you can do as well to celebrate things during the pandemic. When I was like, okay. Okay, we're not gonna not gonna see you. Also, too lazy to drive to your house and drop this off at your door. So we'll have um, Skip do it or DoorDash, right? So I have I have eight accounts on my Skip. Wow, really? <laughs> yes, yeah. So I have work as well. I have here. Um, I have my uh, two of my good friends' houses when I sent them stuff for anniversaries and whatnot. <laughs> and I have Sarah Nick. Remember her? <laughs> no, who's that? <laughs> she literally moved away a week ago, Carly. I've forgotten all about her. 
I have my dad's girlfriend. Wait, I sent Nick her at something. night. Nick at night. Yes, yeah. So I sent her something before. So yeah, there's quite a few, and I'm like, I should really delete some of those because okay. I'm gonna send, you know, food that I think I'm gonna get, getting um, for dinner to someone else, yeah. and that's not what I want. You haven't you haven't mentioned my address. I know you, I haven't mentioned you yours. Have a co-worker. I don't. I really want your address. I want to add it here because I'm like, oh, I want to like send him something fun. Um, I know yours is. Oh, we probably shouldn't say your address. <laughs> you probably don't even know my address. Honestly, it's, you've been to my house name. many times. It's, I know your street is like a, someone's name. <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> something right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, my boyfriend knows that I'm going to add it to the list and you'll get a surprise one day. <laughs> so what are your skip um, like instructions? I always say there'll be a small table out front to put the stuff on. So we keep you a little- You put a little table out there? Yeah, because we keep it right by the door for skip because we don't wow. use that little table for anything else. <laughs> what are your special instructions? Um, mine are, please do not, capital letters, do not ring doorbell. Because oh, of the, the dogs. dogs. But it doesn't matter because the dog's- already see the person pulling up because there's a huge window right there in the living room. So, I mean, we have we have a built-in uh, doorbell system with those mm-hmm. two. And you can't say, please park two blocks away, stealthily, <laughs> crawl up the lawn, leave Just the food. chuck it over. Chuck it over the fence. Don't let the dog see you at all. We'll figure it out. You know, we're not worried about the presentation of the food. Don't ring doorbell. Don't worry. We're waiting for that food to get there. We will not forget about it. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Drew will be back next week on the pod to wrap things up with me, probably much more professionally. And Zoe from Wildlife Haven will be joining us. Lots of stuff going on with Wildlife Haven right now. Lots of really, really cute patients. They got a beaver, an otter. They always have squirrels. And we'll probably retell the story of the time that Drew and I had the privilege of releasing squirrels into the wild. And it was not at all what I thought it would be. It was not at all what I had pictured in my head, but it's quite the funny story. So as always, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. And if you can subscribe, maybe leave us a review. It's completely up to you. It's completely up to you. Just saying would be nice. And we would read the review, whether it was good or bad. Okay? Okay? Okay, bye.